like the big important, not important, the big fancy lifts or whatever. Maybe I'll get there someday, but it's not on, it's not a list on my priority. It's not a priority right now. Right. Yeah. And you kind of, I I think if I can elaborate on that a bit, you set a goal up that in your mind was out in the future. It was something that you knew you wanted to work toward that would give you a destination to aim toward, to work at. And so you can continue to train and work that way. But something like the barbell back squat to do that, like what does you said it, well, what does that prove? What does that give you other than the satisfaction of knowing that you can do it? And that's, for some people, that's all you need, Yeah. right? But if we look at it from the way we look at our training program and how we operate here at Pentone Better is that we are doing things that are gonna add more resilience to your body. We're gonna add longevity to your life. Hey, welcome back to the Bent on Better podcast. It's me, your host, Matt April. And uh, fun fact, fun fact. Did you know that Bent on Better, the gym that is now award-winning gym for over, we've been here for seven, well, we've been here for five years, but we've been doing this for about seven years now. Award-winning gym, all started as a podcast. That's right, this podcast right here. So it's pretty cool that we get to do this now full, like almost coming full circle to go around again. But I'd like to introduce my lovely, amazing, beautiful co-host, co-owner. Lynn Lynn. April. Hi. Yeah, so together. That's me. We own and operate here, uh, the gym in in Westchester, PA, Bent on Better. And uh, between the two of us, we've been working in the fitness industry. We've been athletes our entire lives. And so I think it's really important to highlight this when we're talking about these things is that people have a better idea of where we're coming from. We're not just two people who like got certified and just went through it all. We've been living this life for decades and we're now finally like sharing it with the world. Mm -hmm. So today we have a really exciting topic and uh, do you want to take it over and go ahead and discuss what we're going to talk about? Yeah, so we hear so many times people who want to get started with us and they're like, but I need to get in shape first. And we're like, you need to do what? And I think the funniest thing, maybe not the funniest, the, the coolest part about this gym is that if you take a peek in here at any time, we, you, we have a whole range of ages, abilities, shapes, heights, everything, uh, things you can't see internally, like surgeries, limitations, um, pain points, things like that. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to achieve before you come here? Like, that's why you're, that's why we want you to come here is to like help you fix whatever you think you need to fix. Yeah. before you get here. And, and I think this is a really good topic. So the topic of today is kind of like that we, people think fitness has a look. People think fitness has an expectation. And so unfortunately, because of the fitness industry, because of the health industry, because of the industries that we're in, that we happen to be a part of, a small little part of, a little segment of, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that focuses and, and is predicated around this idea of fitness is this one type. It's it's a super fit person. I mean, like if I say that right now, you probably imagine a your version of whatever that might be because we've been so programmed to think that way, right? Fitness is this like in shape, like skinny. Maybe you see some definition in muscles. It doesn't matter the height or the age. Usually, it's usually younger people. It's usually no one. <laughs> no one with um, health issues. It's like everyone is, they're like the epitome of health when you think about someone who is fitness. And so for a lot of people getting started in fitness, 
that's the preconceived notion that they think they need to have before they get started. Right. And so what we always tell people is there is no starting point. Your starting point, the best time to start, the best time to start anything. I always say this, this saying for people who come to talk to me and they are first meeting. I say, do you know when the best time is to plant a tree? The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Yeah. Yesterday, basically. The, well, well, 20 years ago. And the second best time is, is right now. Because there will never be a perfect time. And if you always wait for that perfect moment, you're never going to have it because there is no perfect moment ever. There will be more ideals moments. There will be less ideal moments. But there's never going to be a perfect moment. So, it's for, so for people who are, who, who are so caught up in them in, in, and they think, you know, they think themselves, they're so caught up in thinking that they're the problem. They are not the problem. It's, it's the external forces. It's the feed from their social media. It's the friends and family members who have done this diet or that diet to lose this much weight and that much weight and, and the, the, the shakes and smoothies you can do and the, the cleanses that you can do. It's all these other external forces that feed into us and making us think that we're inadequate, making us think that we're not worthy of helping to improve our lives in some way. So we get caught up in this idea. People get caught up thinking that they need to be a certain way before they can start something that's going to help them change their lives. And we're here to say, that's not the case. You don't have to be a certain way to get to a point in your life where you are feeling better about yourself. You're improving your health. Maybe you are losing some of the, the weight that you have been carrying around for ages and don't feel like it's, it's where you, where you belong to be, but yet you, you hold up, you build these barriers around you, making it feel like you are stuck because you're, but the only reason you're stuck is because you've built these barriers. And it's like this, uh, the cartoon you'll see like floating around on like on social media, the, the, the meme where like the first picture is a guy with his head like this. And it's like, help, help, I'm drowning. And it's like, you see the water right here and just his face sticking out. And then the second picture is he's kneeling. He's kneeling in a water that's only about a foot deep and he's obviously a, a, a grown male who is like probably over five feet. And that's the whole, that's the whole thing of how everyone kind of frames the fitness and, the, and, the, and their weight loss and their fat loss and their, the, their health journey is we all think we have to fit this certain mold. We all think that we have all these limitations and restrictions and complications that are going to hold us back. But really, it's all here. It's all in your mind. It's all in your head. It's the space between one ear and the other ear. It's this much. It's this much. That's all it takes for you to make such a huge change in your life. It's the space between your ears, that far of a distance that will allow for you to take your life from ordinary to extraordinary. Agreed. That's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Done. Done. Check. Done. And that's the podcast for today, folks. So that's it. No, I, I think, I think it's, it's important to note that, um, I think you, you'll, you'll probably say it more eloquently than I do, but like having an end goal or like a desired result is a guaranteed way to not get there. Oof. Right. Oof. Like yeah. if you say per, I'll, I'll use myself as, as an example. Yeah. When after we had our first son, I said I wanted to, Joey. Joey. After we had Joey, I said I wanted to be able to back squat. Uh, so back squat is is having the bar. You're under the bar. Mm-hmm. My body weight. Why? I don't know. To say that I did, and I haven't been under a bar in at least a couple years because it's not that's 
I, I, that's not, I don't need to do that. I'm yeah. not, I'm not an Olympic lifter. I don't, I don't need to do that. It was just kind of for the glory. And while I do want to get back to learning the, the mechanics of like the big important, not important, the big fancy lifts or whatever, maybe I'll get there someday, but it's not on, it's not a list of, on my priority. It's not a priority yeah. right now. Right. Yeah. And you kind of, I, th- I think if I can elaborate on that a bit, you set a goal up that in your mind was out in the future. It was something yeah. that you knew you wanted to work toward that would give you a destination to aim toward, to work at, and so you can continue to train and work that way. But something like the barbell back squat, f- to do that, like what does, you said it, well, what does that prove? What does that give you other than the satisfaction of knowing that you can do it? And that's, for some people, that's all you need, Yeah. right? But if we look at it from the way we look at our training program and how we operate here at Pentone Better is that we are doing things that are going to add more resilience to your body. We're going to add longevity to your life, to your expectancy, to improve your health, to do these things that are going to carry over from here out, the, out to the outside world. So barbell back squats, when do you ever need to do a barbell back squat in regular life, right? Not very often. However, maybe for us as parents, like our kids like to have like shoulder and carry right. them on our shoulders, right? That's exactly but what you I was can thinking. still accomplish that by by properly racking and bracing and holding two kettlebells or yeah. two dumbbells. Or a goblet. Yeah. Or a goblet squat, right? It's still core bracing. It's still stability focused. It's still strength building. It's still making sure that everything else is moving properly. You don't need a barbell to accomplish what you can accomplish with other equipment. And let's be real. Like the only reason I train with the barbell is because I just love the barbell. Yeah. I just love working with it. Whereas Nick, Nick barely ever touches a barbell. He is mm-hmm. kettlebells all the way. If Nick touches a barbell, it's like you have to check, make sure he doesn't have an allergic reaction. <laughs> Because it's been so long. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes you'll see him do it and I'm like, wow, like get the barbell out today, man. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing some deadlifts. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. even though you could do deadlifts with kettlebells, you do it with the barbell because you enjoy that lift. So, but what you were saying earlier about having this goal and, and having this way, what I believe in this goal setting strategy is goals help to motivate you and inspire you to make a change. But it's the, it, the problem I have with goals and the problem that I have with like goals uh, and the way most people operate is that people think of a goal as a destination. Mm -hmm. And if you think of a goal as a destination in fitness, you are surely going to fail eventually. Either you fail from fatigue because of working so hard or you hit that goal and you feel like you accomplished it and you stop. And so my message for everyone who works with us here and all of our clients who work with me individually as a, my one-on-one coaching and people who work with us in our, in our small group setting or even our one-on-ones, anyone I come into contact with, it's helping to shift that mindset from this fixed idea of I need to work and I need to do this to get to that. And instead of it being like, I need to, I, I want to do this because it's going to give me all of this. Yeah. And that if we can reframe our mindset and reframe our thinking to exercising and training and strength training and mobility work and stability improvement and flexibility improvement and eating healthier meals 80% of the time, eating things that are more nutritious. If I can do all of these things, get better sleep, drink more water, if I can do all of these things consistently over a long period of time, it will become easier, more of a routine for me, and it helps develop a new identity for myself to then live a lifestyle that I've built for myself instead of working toward a destination of an end goal. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, the biggest, one of our biggest takeaways for this conversation today. Yeah. And I think, I think if we want to wrap it up, I think a good, a good takeaway is if you want to make a goal, because it's great to have goals. We love to have goals. We love working towards goals. Make your goals something that is 
beneficial to you, right? Like I love when people come in here and they're like, I want to be able to get up and down off the floor with my grandkids. That's like one of my favorite things because so not only is that, that's a goal that can take you to, to other things. So like once we're able to get up and down off the floor, maybe we want to be able to play tag with our grandchildren. Like it, it's kind of like a progressive goal, right? Yeah. And you're not just like, Oh, I can get up and down off the floor. Like I'm done. That, like, yeah. I don't need to go to the gym anymore. Right? Like we have these like functional goals that we can kind of build on. Um, and everybody's is going to be different. Like obviously mine are going to be different from a, a grandparent. Like we love that the boys want us to, to hold them and like carry them on our backs. Like those are my goals. And it's kind of nice that they just keep getting bigger. So my weight, our weights keep getting heavier, you yeah, know, just they have to. by default. So those are the goals that we like, that we like to work towards ones that are functional and that we can build upon and that just, they make our life better and yeah. they don't just check a box. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Well, we're going to wrap this one up here now for now, but before we wrap it up, super important message here, super important message. Make sure you swing by. If you're watching on YouTube, Hey, swing by and give it a thumbs up. Comment below about what are your goals? What goals have you worked through in the past? And maybe that you failed at, or what do you want to get back to comment below? And Lynn and I will get back to you and, and respond and we get a conversation going in the comment section. And of course, swing by bentonbetter.com and check out all the recent blog posts that we have about fitness and recovery and mindset and nutrition. Lots of really good stuff, really, really good stuff there. And if you're driving and listening to on Spotify or on Apple podcasts, make sure you give it a five-star rating and, and leave a review because that's really how we're going to continue to help inspire change and, and make a difference in the fitness industry right now is with the help of you, the listeners, the members, the clients, the people who know us and who are discovering us. And of course, if you felt so into this one and then you really related with this, share it with a friend, copy the link and podcast send to a friend, text to a friend and tell them this made me think of you, or I really related to this one. What, wh how did you feel? Send to a friend, let them know that you're thinking of them, right? Yeah. So for now we're signing off. It's Matt and Lynn April from Ben's on better. We'll see you again next time. Bye.